You know when people say you're golden? Like, hey, if you just do this, you'll be golden. Or the idea of the goose that lays golden eggs. Or the mythical lost city of gold. And all the gold in Fort Knox. Gold has always been the simplest archetype, the ultimate representation of what is valuable. Is that still the case today? Is there something more potentially valuable than gold? I heard Mark Cuban say something recently on this subject, and it made me want to call Tim Conley and turn on the microphone. This is Money Philosophy with Tim Conley and Tan Lay. Okay, so basically, I heard Mark Cuban say, uh, and I quote, I'd rather have crypto in Fort Knox than gold. I was wondering, okay. would you rather have gold or crypto? Definitely crypto. And even, even with all the current uh, insecurities of uh, crypto technology, still would rather have crypto than, than gold. Because I have invested in crypto, hmm. I have never invested in gold. Why did you never invest in gold? It's a bad investment. <laughs> uh, so, so why? You can, why is gold a bad investment? Isn't uh, it scarce? No, uh, yes, in, in a way, it is. But uh, you know, I don't know. Lots of people are just walking around with it, just hanging off on them. You know, they got chains, they got uh, jewelry. Like, there's gold all around us. It's not so valuable that you're like, oh my gosh, I got to keep this away from other people. <laughs> so why do you think there is so much gold in Fort Knox? Do you think it's a good idea for the Department of Treasury to keep all this gold? I don't Fort even Knox? know why how much, I don't even know how much gold the US even holds anymore. I know China bought a lot of gold from most of the uh, Western nations, not all their gold, but f from, you know, numbers of nations. That's what I mean. They have purchased up gold from as many people, as many governments who are willing to sell it uh, because they're looking for hedges. They're, they're trying to take all this money that they got from the West, that the West has just shifted mm. all their manufacturing over to China. And so money just mm. flows into China, but Chinese money is worthless really. And they need to, they are trying to get as wealthy as they possibly can in order to uh, remove themselves from the uh, world currency, uh, reserve currency, which is the US dollar. As soon as they can be fully mm. off the US dollar, then, then the US loses its entire uh, superpower status in the world. Uh, it, mm. uh, yeah, it becomes a complete shift in the entire world's dynamic as soon as China can get off the US dollar. And so they've bought up gold. Uh, but for normal people, Gold is a, basically a dumb investment. Uh, crypto is a scary investment right now. It's got a lot of technological problems. But if you ask me uh, based on my behavior, not on just theory, but my behavior, I'll put money in crypto. I will not put money in gold. Uh, you said 
gold is a dumb investment for normal people. Is do you think that's rec- that's a recent thing? Because gold has traditionally been a good investment, hasn't it? No, it has been a store of value, meaning it uh, is a hedge against inflation. It really comes down to when did you buy it. So if you bought a bunch of gold in 1971, it, it was a good investment. If you bought gold ten uh, years ago, you lost money uh, in in comparison to inflation. Uh, if you bought gold three years ago, you made a bunch of money. So gold, if you buy it and hold it long term, will it actually be a hedge against inflation? I don't think so. I, I think it's so close, depending on how you measure it, maybe 6% return, but a 6% return minus the holding fees of about 1% gives you about a 5% return. Inflation, maybe 3% on in an average year, maybe, but like this year, they're saying it's 5%. I think it's more like 20 if you go look at the prices of food and uh, things that people buy on a regular basis. Uh, so it would be a terrible store of value. So even before crypto, what would you say are better options than gold for storing wealth or investing? Stocks. Mm. Stocks returned far better than gold in all of its periods. You can measure like maybe a couple of years where gold did better than stocks, but overall, stocks have done far better than gold. Just like, oh, I'm going to buy the S&P 500, buy an index fund S&P 500 versus gold. You're going to win out with the S&P 500 and not even have to think. So the people who are proponents of gold, if you look at what they talk about, they talk about the end of the world. And if you have gold, you know, it's like, oh, no, it won't work like that. Like, end, a true end, end of time stuff. You need food, water, <laughs> uh, some, some power source, and, put, and probably some form of uh, defense, as, uh, weaponry, yep. right? Outside of that, gold's <laughs> not going to do you very much good. You know, maybe if you got all those things covered and then you had gold in small coin form, not bars, but coin form, maybe maybe trade would come back and people would go back to using gold instead of paper money. Maybe. But I, I just mm. don't see it. Like if that becomes your problem, gold, gold, crypto, any of those things, Probably the last not thing you matter. can worry about. Yeah, last mm. thing, and mo- and 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 nearly every one of those people who are proponents of gold and talk about like economic collapse, all those people don't actually hold their own gold. It's in a depository mm. somewhere, being in a vault. Someone else is managing. So, in other words, it ain't yours. So, with crypto, even though it doesn't have the long-term security. It doesn't have the trust over the centuries past. Bitcoin could still come back after society collapses. 
Uh, depends on how far society collapsed. How far, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. If there's no electronics, Bitcoin's worthless. It, it it needs computers. Yeah. So as long as you believe that the world is always going to have computers, and those computers will have the ability to read that code, mm. then you're always going to have wealth. So we're taking this example to the extreme. So in the case. Of complete societal collapse. If we're starting from zero,、mm -hmm. obviously the first thing you need is food, shelter, and self-defense—a way to defend yourself. Yes. Then after that, if we were to rebuild in this theoretical example, then we need something. We need a new money system, a way to exchange, a way to trade. So、a、in that situation,、one. yeah. So in that situation, we have to decide what what's going to be more valuable. Just in this fun, maybe fun's not the right word, but just in this hypothetical imagination scenario, gold coins, like you say, make the most sense. After that, well, if we, you、uh, believe, humans, if we believe we're going to be still connected to the internet and the blockchain, then Bitcoin or Ether would make sense. Yes. Uh, it, it makes sense now, even with the risks over gold. In in the topic we have right here, it is a much better bet long term than gold, in my opinion, because I think crypto is going to pull us into a new form of economy. Most the、uh, most normal people. Will just slowly get pulled into it, and won't even know that they're in this new economy. Yeah. Well, then why why does the U.S. government have so much gold in Fort Knox? Why is China buying up all this gold? Why aren't they moving to crypto like the rest of us? Culture. <laughs> Culture is a highly resistant. Uh, mechanism, it it holds a lot of inertia, so、mm -hmm. people will adopt something, and then they it will take them a long, long time, hundreds of years, to adapt to the new thing. Yes, I've been thinking about this. If if it takes hundreds of years to adapt to the new thing, then for everyday people. Living in any particular time, does it really matter? Because, it, <laughs> you know, like in one particular generation, you have your eighty, ninety years. You could either you could still make it work with whatever old system is going out, or you can make you be early with whatever new systems coming in. Yeah, you could you could make it work either way. Yes, unless we start to live three、mm, hundred year lifespans, does it really matter? <laughs> I, I I'm not sure what you mean by does it even matter? What what would matter? So there are things change. Even though technology seems to be advancing really fast today, there's still a lot of stuff that is changing slowly. And from an individual perspective, it's as if it's not changing. So the question is: Is that different now? Are we going with this crypto revolution? Are we going to see? Significant changes in our lifetimes, or again, is it a legacy thing? We're going to put money in crypto, 
for future generations? Most most people will uh, will spend their whole lives not using crypto. If you're my, essentially people my age and older are not going to move into crypto at all. So like me and other people uh, of my generation, the Generation X uh, era, uh, that were early adopters into the internet, those people might move into cryptocurrencies. But essentially everyone else, not going to adopt it. I just they, mm. they just will not be able to comprehend it. And right now it's just complex even for the people who are in it uh, that are spend their days mm. doing it. It's still complex. So for n- normal people, it, it has to be like just pull out a card and push it into the machine at, uh, at the grocery store. If it can't function like that, it's never going to be adopted by the normal person. And that's the biggest problem with with crypto being adopted at all, is that if you can't do that, it's basically worthless. There is a movement towards it. It's just young. It's going to be another generation before it starts getting to the point where people can just go, hey, here's... Uh, here's my, you know, just take your phone, tap your phone on, uh, on a device in some store and you've paid and you've paid for whatever you were there to get. So if anyone's going to invest in crypto today, it's, it's stating the obvious, but it's for the long term because the changes are going to be slow and because of legacy, because of culture, because of inertia, the governments are still hoarding gold. So Anyone who's buying crypto today is thinking long term. Yes. And and you have to because of current volatility, current technological risks involved in the uh, in the in the whole concept of crypto. Yes. Those things are a problem right now. It's a nascent uh, economy. It's it's brand new. It's like trying to go from seashells to copper coins and getting people to accept copper coins instead of seashells for uh, for you know buying something. So that's where we're at right now. It's like convincing people to switch from one to another. One of the biggest issues with crypto uh, cryptocurrency being an actual currency is that it's not easy to buy anything with it. So it's just storing value hopefully. And but I believe with the movements in decentralized finance that technologies are being built to actually make crypto useful, whereas gold is never going to be useful uh, to as a as a currency. Its day as a currency is long gone. When was the, when was the last time you bought something with a gold coin? Have you even ever had a gold coin? No. Exactly. So we went from an era where uh, even poor people might have had at least one gold coin in their household mm. to mm. Uh, to no one, no one having a gold coin. Yes, that's interesting. And then the other interesting thing, like I said, was going from seashells to copper, that took so long 
that for an individual, here's what I was trying to say, for an individual, it didn't matter if you, if you just wanted to deal your whole life with seashells, you could have done that. And if you wanted to be an early adopter and you wanted to move to copper, copper coins, then you could have done that. It didn't make a difference. And I'm wondering today, is it the same or are things changing so much faster that we might actually experience a change during an individual's lifetime? Oh, we will. Ex- Where, we, we will. And, yeah. and that's the thing that I was saying. For the last 300 years, everybody had massive changes happen in their lifetime. And, and it just got faster and faster. Change is happening so fast now that most people simply ignore the change. They just, <laughs> they, they, they don't even see it. Uh, they're they're uh, blind to the, the changes happening around them because there's so many happening so fast that we cannot, we just cannot even process them. But then there's always bigger underlying change that's happening slowly which is much harder to recognize yes uh i and i think crypto is harder to recognize than the uh, commercial internet when when the internet became commercialized essentially in 1995 you know maybe 1994 uh, when it became commercialized most people couldn't see it and they they just they're like oh this is a fad this is going to go away and and it took a while before people were like oh yeah i just buy everything on on the internet hmm cool this is money philosophy with tim conley and tan lay <laughs> <laughs>